Good afternoon, everybody. So you're here live with Soul by Camille, and today I just wanted to discuss something that kind of stood out to me. Um, being in the real estate industry, I'm always researching um, different policy and um, regulation um, just to kind of keep myself in the know and to ensure that I'm not, you know, making any mistakes or compromising or jeopardizing uh, my standing with um, the Department of Real Estate. So um, recently I stumbled across something that was pretty interesting because I do know of, um, you know, people that have been disciplined by the Department of Real Estate um, because I'm just the type of person whenever I am, you know, doing business or engaging in any kind of business with anybody, I kind of research that person. Um, for instance, um, when dealing with attorneys especially, I'm always quick to check the, the State Bar's website um, just to find out if that attorney has been um, disciplined or, you know, if they've done anything wrong or just just to kind of see if there's anything that would um, jeopardize my relationship with that attorney. Um, and that's, it's just a good practice, you know, when dealing with any type of professional, especially if they hold a license that's regulated by that state. Um so like I said, I, I check in dealing with attorneys, I checked the state bar's website and, you know, a couple of attorneys I found out that were disciplined for various reasons. Um, one in particular was disciplined for moral turpitude. Um, another attorney that I researched um, had his license suspended for non-payment of child support. So you just run into different types of things when dealing with people. And it, I think it's a good thing to, you know, kind of let the consumer and or the public know what type of person they're dealing with. So down to the nitty gritty. The Department of Real Estate um, is in the process of implementing a petition process to have disciplinary actions removed from the website. And that started in March of 2019, actually March 7, 2019. Um, so the regulation has been approved and it's um, Regulation 2915 of Title 10, Chapter 6 of the California Code of Regulations. So it pretty much um, establishes a process for um, the real estate licensee to remove any disciplinary actions from his or her record. So to qualify for the, the petition process or to have the um, disciplinary information removed from the licensee's record, you would have to be, or the individual would have to be a current real estate licensee. Um, at least 10 years must have passed from the date of discipline. Um, and they would have to file another set of fingerprints 
with LifeScan no sooner than 30 days prior to mailing uh, the application. And then um, the individual would also have to pay a fee of $1,275 by check, money, order, cashier's check, or credit card. So, I mean, from a real estate professional standpoint, this is a good thing because um, it could possibly hinder or jeopardize an individual's credibility when trying to conduct business. And some people, this is their bread and butter. So, you know, a person is, you know, subject to redeeming him or herself. So it just depends on that person and, um, you know, their, their ethics, their standards, and, you know, if they've learned their lesson. So, I mean, I do believe in second chances, sometimes third chances. It just depends on the situation. It depends on the person. It depends on the circumstances of the incident. Um, but yeah, this is something um, that I stumbled across and I thought it, you know, was pretty interesting um, because like I said, I, I did know of people um, who had real, who have real estate licenses and they have been disciplined. Thank God I've never been disciplined. Don't ever plan on being disciplined. But, you know, this is just something that's that's interesting and it's good to know. Um, and then from a consumer standpoint, um, you know, I could see where there would be some level of concern because, you know, if I'm conducting business with the person, I would want to know, you know, if they, if they've been in trouble, like I said, how I checked the state bar's website when dealing with attorneys, um, same thing for a real estate professional. I, I would want to know because you, you don't want to get involved with a person that's been, um, guilty of, you know, any, any sort of fraud or any offense or anything that could potentially put you at a disadvantage with your dealings with this person. So, um, I mean, I'm kind of on the fence with this, you know, from a consumer standpoint, and from a real estate professional standpoint. Um, but I did want to, you know, um, kind of bring it to the table because it, it is something that kind of piqued my curiosity and sparked my interest. Um, so like I said, in order for a person to begin this process, they have to be eligible meeting the, the aforementioned criteria that I just spoke about. Um, and that goes for individuals with the status of revoked, restricted, surrendered, suspended, um, you know, any of that information, it, it pertains to this new um, petition process. So individuals that, you know, have been um, found guilty of any of those, those things or, you know, have had those sort of uh, restrictions on their license, um, this applies to them. So, um, yeah, so 
I mean, it's it's just pretty interesting, you know. I mean, it, it's a good thing from a real estate professional standpoint, but it could be a bad thing for the consumer. Um, but hey, to each his own. Um, yeah, so that that's out there, and um, I just wanted to bring it to the table. So thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.